The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the, in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to the last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous. So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. The Lord be with you. Good and gracious God, We are often consumed in this life with what is fair. And we would ask that you would call us to you in such a way that it would allow us to leave those things behind. Amen. So, I learned a lot of great phrases while I served in Minnesota. They don't have crayons in Minnesota, if you didn't know. They have colors, colors. But one expression that I thought was great was one that I had heard from an older woman in my congregation. It was one that her father had used when she was growing up when the children would come running up and say, but it's not fair. And he would respond by saying, the fair is in August and has nothing to do with what we're talking about. The text that we have today has a lot to do with what's fair. And it's interesting to me how our sense of fair often involves us coming out better than some others. And it often involves ways that cause us to be very uncomfortable with texts like this one. There's a lot going on in this passage. And I think the the quick summary would be to get us to the point of 
Well, there are the cradle Lutherans, and then there are those who just showed up right before the end, and they still get in. How is that? The same wage. It's not fair. There ought to be something more for those who have endured, what might we say? In Minnesota and Scandinavia, maybe not the heat of the day, but lutefisk on an annual basis, or whatever the case might be. But I want to take a couple of steps back in regards to this text. It's interesting to me that the kingdom of heaven is like a person. Or I think in some ways the words are intended to describe God in a fashion. God is like a landowner. And I think one of the things that we lose right away in this text is that there are grapes in this field. We get all caught up with the laborers and the owner and why is the owner having them come in in a certain order at the end of the... We're losing the whole focus of the purpose of why there's a vineyard to begin with. Most often they're planted so there might be, you know, grapes at the end. It is interesting to me that in all of the agricultural references, there is a crop, there is fruit to be had. This isn't some ornamental garden. This isn't some exercise in how to learn agriculture. The purpose is that there is a crop. That's where we start. The landowner goes out into the marketplace, brings the laborers in, and very carefully, for those of us from North America, enters into a contract that allows us to sleep better at the end of the parable, right? Well, they agreed to it. You know, it was, it was a contract that they had. They had no right to complain. The owner goes back and goes back and goes back. Why? Is it because the economy was depressed and he felt strongly that it was his burden and responsibility to go out and hire all those that might be hired? Or is it because there are grapes that need harvesting now, today? Not tomorrow, but today. I think in today's economic climate, it would be a little too simple to scoot past the first in favor of the second. I think there are pieces there of both. The laborers go out. They're working all day. The vineyard owner goes out at 5 o'clock. What are you still doing here? What's going on? How come you're not working? Now let's just take a second and see where our imagination goes. What are the explanations for people at 5 o'clock standing in the marketplace who are not working at that point in time? What do we immediately leap to? They're lazy. They didn't get out of bed. They're not go-getters like the early ones. 
See, the reason that they are standing in the marketplace at 5 o'clock without work is because it's fair. They were slow, the others were quick. Or am I the only one with those thoughts? <laughs> I think we see that a lot. We read the news and in the anxiety or comfort of having employment this day, justify the reason for why it's fair that we have work and others don't. You'll notice as Jesus spins the parable out further, they don't say, well, you know, I thought I'd sleep in today and it just went longer than I thought. I, you know, we went to Disneyland, didn't get back till late. You don't... That's not what it says. The text very clearly says, we were standing here all day and no one has hired us. Now that's where the parable starts to get awkward because then, well, the landowner was there earlier. Did he not see him? What, you know, maybe they were really short and standing in the back? I don't, I don't know. We don't have the sense of what's going on with the text there, but the clear sense is that they were there and willing to work and had not gotten work. Why would he hire them at 5 o'clock? I think on some level it's because there are grapes. And if they can get another two or three hours worth of work and there's a handful of guys there to work, then it is of value. But I can't help in today's climate to think of the relationship between the landowner and the people that he stumbles across in the square. Perhaps a sense of responsibility that we might hear about in a moment here. The landowner is trying to make a point here, right? The landowner very carefully has his manager line up all the workers at the end of the day, starting with those who showed up last. Why would you do that? It's just making a point. Those who came last get the usual daily wage. Why would the landowner do that? There is some sense that the daily wage is what you needed to survive the day. And it's interesting to me that the landowner is making sure that they get it. But notice what's happening towards the back of the line now. Everybody's kind of, you can picture them kind of looking around. Well, what? Did you see? They're getting the whole wage there. They're starting to get excited, right? Because, man, that guy was there three hours. I was here 12. That's going to be, I could sleep in tomorrow. I could be the guy showing up at five. But that's not where the text goes. The sense at the back of the line of what is deserved, what is fair. It's not fair, right, that everyone got what they needed for the day? It's fair when they get what they've put in, right? So if I was here four times as long, this is kind of, so we get back into our fat, fall math homework routine at home, there's an equation here, right, as to how this is all supposed to work out so that it's fair, but I think this is where we have to go back to the very beginning. The purpose of the laborers being at the vineyard 
invited by the owner of the vineyard is to bring in the crop. That's the purpose. I think we have all participated in things. In our family lives, in our working lives, in our church life, in things that are big beyond us, emotionally or the goal of the event or organization. And when they come off well, rarely do we sit back and say, you know, did I get as much credit as they did? Did I get paid as much as they did? When it is something that is healthy, that is spirit-led, there is a joy in the crop being brought in that is aside from what the individual experience is. And I think that's a piece of what it means to be people of faith. Is to enter into this relationship and community in a way that doesn't tally one another against each other. That doesn't see who deserves more or less. But rather recognizes that all have joined in the work. This last week at our conference gathering, one of the things that we do every month is that we share communion together, and there are some words of wisdom shared on the coming texts, in this case for today. And the words shared I thought were particularly interesting, concerned by the landowner about the dignity of work, the dignity of working. It's something we see fraying in our society and not just around the edges, but closer and closer to the center. People struggling with that sense of feeling fulfilled, worthwhile, feeling like they have contributed. In the body of Christ, we feel that together. That sense of what we deserve is what we need. And God has walked with us and called us in a way that gives us joy in the crop that God is bringing to fruition and not so much hung up on the individual contributions that might be a piece of it. The one piece I'd like to leave you with in this text, don't resolve it simply. This text is awkward for us And I would suggest it is particularly awkward for us in this zip code. Don't make it easy for yourself. It is a challenging text. Jesus is pushing us to recognize the value in all of those around us, especially when we might be the ones at the front of the line, excited at the gift that we've been given that we didn't deserve, Or the days that we get up feeling like we're at the back of the line, feeling like we got the short end of the stick. This is a hard parable. I think the reason it's still with us after 2,000 years is because it was hard. Amen.